buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Rounding and Gary Callagher here from REMAX Results. And we're here most Saturdays between 12 and 1, unless the Twins get another doubleheader, right, Gary? Yeah, doubleheader last weekend, uh, and uh, so we weren't on. But, yes. Um, they, they're off of their okay. losing streak, at least. Off their losing streak, they won... Uh, uh, they won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it was for well, Right, yeah. You know, he's been having a rough year, so that's good. Yes, and we're, we're recording on Thursday morning, by the way, but it's, it's uh, yeah. The Twins are the only reason that, that we're not on the air. But anyway, um, Gary, you know what I saw this morning coming into the office that was unusual? No. A crossing guard. Oh, that I haven't seen in a long, long time. Um, and I guess I don't really know how they're doing all of the schools. Um, must be uh, some kind of spatial learning and uh, um, where the classrooms are socially distanced and everything. But I'm glad to see the kids going back to school. I think that the, the social environment of school is something that's needed. But... Yeah, the crossing guard. I'm like, oh, whoa, there you go. Crossing guard. School's in. So, very interesting. Well, I know in, in Superior, are the kids actually going to the going yeah. to school or are they yeah. distance learning? Nope, they were crossing the street. Yeah, see, Duluth is distance learning. All the way. And, uh, yeah, I think yeah. they must. They have some kind of a hybrid thing here, I think, but I'm not, you know, if, if uh, you don't have kids in there like I don't and never, haven't for a while, it's... I guess it's nothing that I've paid attention to, but um, anyway, it's a it's a sure sign of fall is when we see the children back in school. So. Well, you know, the weather's changing. There's no doubt about it, and uh, it's a good time for people to uh, you know. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Jim, of people getting their furnaces um, cranked up. I was aware of somebody starting uh, their furnace earlier this week, and they're really happy they did because they um, they broke a pipe. When wow. they started it up, they just did it like did a test run on it just to make sure and uh, uh, went down to the basement. And there's water running down there and uh, um, burst one of the, the feed pipes to the – it was a boiler. And, and so um, it's a good time to check those out, folks, just to make sure that, that you don't have any surprises or anything. And, uh, uh, you know, another thing, another thing that I've been hearing a lot recently is – the little chirping when you go into people's houses. Oh yeah, and that, that's a sign of the smoke detectors. The batteries need to be changed. So this is a, a really good time to just to start doing all that stuff. Uh, the smoke detectors are, are a very important part of, of uh, the houses and, and the safety of houses for things that can happen. You know, when as we get into our heating season. Yes, very true. You got to pay attention to that. I I uh, have not turned my furnace on yet. Have you? Oh no, my no. furnace doesn't go on until at least October one, and uh, but I I do get my furnace serviced, and right. I do belong to the comfort policy that the uh, 
comfort systems has and uh, and i i love it it's a great system and it's a great program and uh uh, so um, that's going to be coming up here soon. All right. So let's recap. How's you, how how busy have you been in the last couple of weeks? Well, it hasn't been super busy. I mean, I've been steady. I went through a period where I got really busy, uh, and then uh, it kind of tailed off. But uh, so it hasn't been real busy, and, and I think some of it might be due to the uh, the uh, Labor Day holiday that's coming up. Uh, and so I think people are doing their one final getaway, you know, and just enjoying this summer that we've had here and the, the rest of it that exists. So I think it's, it's a little bit of a slowdown and, uh, some of the listings, you know, they're not having showings. I mean, it's been really slow. I think if you get a listing and, and I've had this happen where it's in that, I'm going to say 125 to $200,000 range, you're going to get activity. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, but as you start getting into some of these more expensive ones, I've noticed that it seems to have slowed down a little bit. But, uh, uh, and I had a I had a, a property at 702 East 7th Street that we put on the market last week, and we had like 12 showings in 24 hours, and we had three offers on it, and uh, the, the, the price just took off, you know, and uh, uh, the, the one buyer that got it that, that paid the highest price, she did her, her home inspection, and... Uh, I uh, got a call from the agent that they're going to cancel the, the transaction. And, hmm. the, you know, I said, well, why? Because the inspection wasn't that bad, you know, and the seller agreed to do most everything that, that she had requested, which was minimal stuff. It was some scraping and painting and and um, a little bit of plumbing work. It wasn't anything that was really bad. And I, we get this cancellation and, and uh, uh, I talked to the agent and uh, she said, you know what? She got cold feet. Wow. She, I mean, she paid, really came in with a great offer on this thing. It was like $15,000 over list price. And yep. uh, then she, she, she got cold feet. That'll happen. And, and that happens. That happens. So I contact the other two offers. And what do you think has happened? They found another house. One of them found another house. And one of them is kind of like, well, I'll let yep. you know if we're interested. Oh, boy. How many times so, does that happen? It, it, it's uncanny how it happens. And uh, so we've got some showings lined up and scheduled here over the next three days here. So, uh, and it's just a, a nice house. I mean, if you could see this house, it's so well, so well taken care of. It's all updated, new windows, hardwood floors, natural wood trim. I mean, new furnace, uh, updated kitchen and stuff. I mean, it's, it's nice and it's reasonably priced for what it is. So uh, it will sell. And, and the seller is, is, uh, uh, he's just a really good guy, and he said, "You know, I, I get it. You know, and he said I was a little surprised that the price went that high, and, and so somebody having buyer's remorse like that, it, it it didn't surprise him, and he was he was very level-headed about it. So he said, well, let's just put it back on the market. We'll sell it.' And uh, well, that's, that's a good attitude. Happens. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good thing that it happened, and you got it out of the way early, I guess. So yeah. I got to tell you, I've been slammed. It's been. What you were going through, you know, whatever three weeks ago is what what my my last two weeks have been like. It's like insane and uh, good thing, you know. I actually had multiple offers on a commercial property, which you don't see very much. Um, no, you don't. Yeah, That's... yeah. So we had competing offers on a on a commercial property, and it, it had been on the market for a couple of weeks, and it was it was eerily slow. So that was a pretty good pretty good building. Um, it's a, it's what kind a, of building was it? Was it a restaurant or bar or was it just nope. a warehouse? It, it's a warehouse. Office. It's a commercial warehouse, you just call it. 
Um, pretty big pole building, um, big slab floor, big big parking area, and zoned commercially. So um, it was a little bit of a little bit of a bidding war, and uh, nice for your sellers, of course, um, to get those commercial properties sold. Not all commercial is, of course, selling right now. Um, well. Listen, how many bars and restaurants do you think we're going to see for sale over the next year yeah. or two? Yep. I mean, have, did you did you read the Star Tribune uh, article earlier this week about the the number of restaurants that have closed down in that metro area? No, tell me more. It, oh, it's staggering. I mean, there must have been thirty of them, and then they just announced uh, one big one, Surly Brewing, and whatever that one has yep. just is, is shutting down. And so it's staggering to, to look at the amount yeah. of. Yeah, the number of bars and restaurants that are shutting down, out, closed, one in business for over forty years, and so uh, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna see uh, some of these commercial properties on the market, Jim. And and uh, locally, you know, you don't hear a lot about people shutting down yet, but I think, you know, I think we're gonna see it. I think it's gonna happen where some of these, you know, bars and restaurants are gonna. Uh, they're going to be shutting down. They just they they're not going to be able to survive. It's expensive to start those facilities up. It's expensive to run them, and if you don't have the business, it doesn't take long to to figure out that you know this is costing us more than the amount of money we're taking in, and, and people just can't survive. No, <clears throat> that's really sad, but it's it's very true. Um, you know, they also speaking of commercial. I heard a survey where they said that, you know, about, I think it was about 65 to 70% of people who had uh, who had been um, working out of their home as a result of coronavirus say that they would just as soon stay doing it. Um, and I think that's going to be another big impact, of course, is uh, how many of these companies are going to just say, well, even though we can go back to a building right now, we're just going to stay virtual because the cost savings are extraordinary you know well listen we've got there was an article published in the news review earlier this week and we can talk about it in the second segment but i i think you're gonna you're bringing up a really uh i think a critical point here and i think some of the things that are going to be occurring with people in their jobs as we move into the future i think this is something that uh you know is is going to we're going to change the way that business is happening i think these bricks and brick and mortar um uh facilities you know your office buildings and stuff like that i think you they could start to be shuttered to where you know you're not uh people aren't going to be gathering in workplaces in their cubicles like they have and so it's going to be um a real interesting uh time as we go into the future jim and i don't mean just mean locally here but i mean uh, you know, nationally and internationally, you know, across the globe to see how the business world um, kind of reinvents itself and what happens. But I think you're right where people that are working at home, they're, they're going to be more comfortable doing that. And uh, I think this pandemic has spooked an awful lot of people about being in proximity uh, to something. I mean, uh, the other day, this Kirk Cousins thing, you know, somebody asked them, well, what are you going to do when somebody sneezes in the huddle? I mean, We've gotten to that point where, we, you know, if you're in a crowd of people and somebody sneezes, what's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, if somebody coughs or somebody, you know, you know, whatever, picks their nose or, or who knows. I, 
and it, it, we're just going to be living in a in a different uh, world for uh, for who knows how long. All right, Gary, that's perfect timing. We got to take our first break, folks. You're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll be right back to continue that conversation. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, second segment of the show that is going to be airing on 9-5-2020. All right, Gary, we were talking about um, how people are very well accustomed to working from home and how maybe that's going to be a trend, um, not only because they enjoy it, but also because, uh, wow, huge savings for companies. I mean, think about... If you don't have, you know, if you're a big company and you don't have, let's say, oh, I don't know, a thousand people coming into the office, think about the money you save in toilet paper alone. You know what I'm saying? I mean, those those costs that you don't think about that now are going to be bored by the by the employee makes it all kinds of, uh, wow, there's lots of different ways that these companies are going to have huge savings. Well, listen. You look at you look at the expenses that that a company knows, and, and we know this because you know we've we've run our own companies. And yeah. number one, rent. You, you've got rent, and rent is rent and employees are your two biggest expenses that you, that you have. And and so I mean, if if everybody's uh, virtual or working out of home, I mean, you, you know, it's still an employee; they still get paid, of course, but. Are you going to be able to save on rent? What about right. workstations, Jim? They've got right. when when they design these offices, they have workstations. Everybody's got a computer. Um, you know, if everybody gets their own uh, computer, I mean, it, you know, so so I think the shifting of business is something that we've got to uh, you know look at. But I think the other thing, Jim, is the shifting of businesses when they go into people when people work out of their homes. And so I think that that is a trend that we're really going to start seeing. And I think we're seeing it now. And I think some of the yeah. things that, that, that people are looking at, you know, when they buy a home is, you know, really when, when we started in real estate, what were the top uh, things that people needed in a house or wanted in the house? How many bedrooms? How many baths? Where's the location? You know, um, we used to just start by know, counting were, out the outlets in a room. Yeah, I mean, nobody yep. worried about like grounded outlets anymore, you know, but today in today's home searches, you know, when you take, you know, obviously I think location is is still a top issue and I think uh, schools and and location to conveniences and stuff, but the internet service is one of the top uh wants that people look for. And yep. And not only internet service, but what kind of internet service? You know, it's got to be good. It's got to be reliable. It's got to be fast. It's got to have good upload speed, good download speed. I mean, where is it located in the house? Where can I hook my, my computer up to? I think that that's a huge um, want and need for people in today's world. And the other thing I think that people have, have shifted to in housing, gym is they're looking for a workstation or a workspace in a house that it can, they can separate themselves out and work in privacy. And so you've seen some of these things trending where people have actually now started to look at this stuff. And they, it's, it's a big consideration when people are moving. And, uh, and then I think the other thing that, that we're seeing, Jim, and, and t- taking some calls over the past month from people that, uh, primarily from the Twin Cities area, 
that are looking to relocate. They want to get out of the Twin Cities. Right. And they don't want to go to Rochester. They don't want to go to St. Cloud or Mankato or Bemidji or, or wherever. Kenosha. Kenosha. I, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's... Hudson, La Crosse. Yeah. I mean, I... I I don't know. It's uh, it's too bad what's going on. But you know, the, and, and also, yeah, they don't want to. They like to. It's it's a it's a big hit for the Twin Ports. That's for sure because this is one of the places that. Oh, if I had a choice, I'd live up in the Duluth area because it's just it's so beautiful all the time. And you know, of course, they haven't. But, they, but I don't. I don't think it's just Duluth. I think that they're looking yeah. across the bridge. I think they're looking in Superior too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you've seen an uptick on inactivity. Um, across the, the bridge as well. I mean, I think that the, that the Wisconsin, the, some of the rural properties out in, in the, the uh, northern Douglas County, I think that they've seen a, a, an uptick in activity. Yeah. And I think that people that are coming up here that don't know the area, they're wide open to where they want to live. It, it isn't just hey, we want to live in Duluth. But what I've heard, uh, what you know, one of the one of the big things you keep hearing over and over again is we'd like to be by water. Yeah, you know. And so I think it's it's the Twin Ports has 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 that appeal to people, and so it'll be interesting to see what happens up here in terms of relocation. But I definitely noticed the um, uh, the, the calls coming in about people that are considering this stuff because they don't have to go to a, a building to work; they're working out of their homes or apartments or or whatever. And you know, there's a couple of interesting things, items that. Um are very hard to get right now. Very hot on like uh, Craigslist or on uh, Facebook, uh, whatever it's called, the marketplace. Um, desks, workspace station, stations. You know, like yeah. if if you have a if you have a used desk you want to sell, you'll sell it in a in a heartbeat. You know. Um, the other thing is, is I was with my son down in the Twin Cities. He's going into his fourth year of college at the University of Minnesota, and Derek and I were looking for a computer. And there was a specific one that the university recommended, um, and he got a little bit more advanced model than that. But we went to a Best Buy down there in the Twin Cities, and um, we ended up picking it up at another Best Buy about oh, about 30 miles away because it was the only one that had that particular computer. And there is a there's sort of a... I wouldn't say there's a, a, a laptop computer shortage, but they are, if you want specific ones, um, they're kind of short in supply. So it's kind of interesting. I I know that um, computers are one. Um, the uh, 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 desks are another one. And I'm hearing in our world, and I was going to check with, um, with my cousin because uh, he's part owner of Campbell Lumber. I just heard yesterday from a really, really good source that building materials are really, really scarce. Not only now are they expensive, but now that probably will hold because you know there's there's a lot of building materials that are that are being eaten up by um, um, just what's going on in the world. The fires out in California, the the hurricane that that just hit down down south, um, and uh, you know, so they're they're shipping those supplies out to there rather than other places, and so it's that's what I heard, and uh, I, I got to verify it. But apparently, if you're in the lumber business, if you're in a Menards-like store, you're you're doing quite well this year. Well, it it that happens, and there's a, a lot of shortage of a lot of stuff, and 
Yeah. Uh, and so, so, you know, but when, when, when people are looking, you know, for housing and you, you talk about the shortage of desks, I think that's, this is a, this is a, a primary, a primary example of what is going on in housing and people are looking at housing and they're looking at it as how can it function for our life? I'm going to be working out of my home. So I have to have this designated space, you know, it has to have a desk. I have to have a workstation, you know, I have to have uh, high speed internet. I have to right. have a three prong grounded outlets. I, I have to have uh, a secure phone line or, or whatever it may be. And so I think that, that, that you're looking at this this shift in housing and 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 what's going on and and really Jim it's happening I mean I think it's it's right staring us right in our face and I think the other thing that you're seeing in housing uh, that people are looking for and and uh, is the home gym oh right yeah I think you're seeing people want to like some type of a workout space you know that they can have because really we've become uh you know homebound and and we are you know we've been spending so much time in our homes you know and 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 getting out to these uh workout facilities like you used to you know it's just i think i think everybody being in proximity you know to one another and sweating and all that stuff i think it's a a turn off to people and uh uh so i i think when it comes to housing gym and what's going on it's uh we we're seeing a shift of of uh what people want and what they need it isn't just like hey i need three bedrooms two baths i want an attached garage i mean you're certainly looking at that stuff but but these other things have really really come to the top of, of what people need in the house and what they want has kind of been uh you know pushed to the side a little bit and uh what do we need and i need a workspace and and so yeah i think that that's a big growing trend that we're going to see more and more of and uh and how it affects the commercial bricks and mortars office space type stuff i think we're going to see that you know, evolve in the next couple of years. Yeah, you're, you're, but what you mentioned earlier, I mean, like, there is no people looking just for a three-bedroom house anymore. If they need three bedrooms, they want three bedrooms plus an extra space, you know, an extra finished space that they and, you know, the rest of their family can, like, have a desk or two, um, you know, to, to, get their, to get their work done, get their school done, get... I mean, it's crazy how everything has been changed. You know, another thing that there's interesting that there was a shortage of was cars, you know, because yeah, yeah. They're, they're shut down. And I was talking to a, a buddy of mine who, who uh, is the manager at uh, Benna, and uh, he's telling me that, you know, <laughs> you know, with the shortage of, of cars as they were having it, um, used cars were going for a premium, I guess. So I wasn't in the market, so I wasn't aware. But that that whole market had uh, slowed down significantly, and um, yeah, it's just very interesting. I saw a house that was built um, eh, maybe five years ago, eight years ago, ten years. I don't I don't know. But a little over a year ago, I watched them. Um, they were starting some construction on something, and I thought, boy, you know, there's something going on because they're. I thought it was something wrong with their sewer underground. Uh, and and I watched this thing in, over the winter, and and it turns out they built a, a greenhouse onto this house, and uh, you you know you could you could see it. Well, they started another you, project earlier you, this year. You were spring. talking about this before, weren't you? No, this is a different house. Okay, and, okay, uh, okay. And and I and I'm watching, and this lot isn't that big. This is right in the city, and I'm like, boy, these people are like excavating around the house, and they're right up against your lot line, and I'm like, 
there's not much room in here to put anything else in. And I go, watch this thing, you know, you know, develop over the spring and summer. And I think what, what, what this uh, family or whoever it is that owns a house has done is I think they built themselves an addition with an office space looking at it now because it's starting to finish and you can look in there you can see it and i'm like oh. boy they're they they're they're taking this attached garage that they had on the house it's like they're they're consuming that as part of the house now and they built another attached garage onto the end of it and it looks like boy they're building this person's building an office in there or they're building some something that that they need additional space in this house because it wasn't a big house and and they need some additional space in here and i think that they're doing that um, and and uh, I just found that that interesting because think about this, Jim. Most of our housing stock up here in, in the Twin Porches was built prior to the 1940s. Yeah. And so we have a lot of old aged house. And, and when you go in these houses, and one of the one of the first things we're looking for is the electrical outlets. Does it still have two prong outlets? You know, has the, have, are they grounded outlets? Has that been updated? Those types of things are really important to people. Um, you know, windows, heating, uh, you know, your necessities, all those types of things. Um, and then when you get into these houses and some of these houses, Jim, they're 1500, 16, 1800 square feet. They're not big. And then you, you, you put into this, the equation that the people, they need this workspace one of the things that they start to consider if they like the house and it's it's reasonably priced is like well what can we do to renovate this thing so we can build an office we can build a workspace for us we can renovate this to do what we need to be done because a lot of our housing in duluth isn't doesn't have a lot of space in it you know and you're talking you talk about two thousand square feet that's a decent sized house right but but you start getting 15 16 100 square feet Jim and you got a couple of kids that's not a lot of space and and then if, if there aren't a lot of options for people and they need these workspaces or they need these workout spaces or or whatever it is that they need they may be looking to buy this house and do work to it right away and right. so I think that those are some of the trends that you're seeing simply because if, if we're going to see people moving up here because they want to get out of these big metro areas and and the houses don't have what they need, but they still want to be here. They're going to be making some renovations, and and so uh, it's good to see that the people are financially stable, that they they have the resources to be able to do this stuff. But I think we're seeing a a shift or a trend of moving towards what people need in these houses, and these internet services and these office workspaces. I think are be, are going to become a big, um, not that we want it, we need it. We have to have it. Yeah. And yeah. so they're looking at that stuff. That's very true. You know, and, and when you mentioned all this, it's very true. There, there's been there's been at least one couple <clears throat> that, you know, basements in this area, it's no it's 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 no secret. Some of them can leak and seep and all that kind of stuff. Um have people that are, you know, we need to get this basement sealed because we need to turn it into actual finished space. And whether that means they're shifting, you know, whatever they're using upstairs to downstairs or if it's going to be an office or whatever, I mean, it's very important to them to get, you know, the basement sealed up so that they can actually use it. So very interesting um, about what all of this stuff causes. You know, the other one that I find interesting that people are looking for, and I want, I'm very curious if you're running into the same thing, they want garden space. Sure. Um like I don't know how to garden, but I'm gonna start. 
you know, I've heard that more than once. Have you heard that? Absolutely. I think it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I think people want to, uh, they're looking for that type of stuff as well. You bet. Yeah. And, um, I mean, don't even get me going on all the chickens that are showing up around, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's quite interesting, but yeah, the, the trends that are, that are, are the, the, the things that are trending, I should say, are crazy and a total different um, kind of thing that we're that we're used to. And COVID is really changing the way that we live. And even when it's gone, it's not going to stop. You know, the change is in. I think the change is made and it's not coming back to normal. So, Well, I agree with you. And listen, you're talking to one of those guys that's looking at doing the garden. The garden? All right. Hang on, garden man. We got we to take our next break. Hold on. Folks, okay, you're tuned okay. into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and Gary and I will be right back. All right, hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, or should we call it Gary Callagher's Garden Show? Um, <laughs> so, folks, we left we left off saying how many different trends that we're seeing with with buyers and what they're looking for in their houses and how they're going to rectify you know situations to make it fit their world. And um, the last thing we mentioned was, you know, people want to make a garden. And a lot of them don't know, have any idea <clears throat> how to do it. But the Internet will certainly teach you how to do anything. And you're putting in a garden, Mr. Callagher. Well, no, I'm not putting in a garden. But oh. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm, I've been looking into this for a couple of years. And uh, I'm looking at starting an indoor garden oh, yeah. in my house. And so I've actually made my first purchase of the lighting and and i and the, and the reason is obviously i'm concerned about the, the food supply and all that type of stuff it's something that I've, I've been thinking about for quite a while and uh but i've been i was in a couple of properties this year earlier this year and one of them in particular i walked into and uh walked into the basement and i'm like it's you walk into like this whole other world yeah it's like i walked down there you can see the lights on you can see the 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 just the ambience of this basement just like blew me away and i walked down and it's like these this couple this is a young couple that had this indoor grow garden they had everything in there and it was just the coolest setup i had seen and from that point on it just kind of like i gotta do this you know this is like this is a very interesting thing and so i've started i purchased my first lights uh i've got the uh the pots and the other the other thing but the other thing i've been looking into is is like the dirt, the stuff you grow it in, yeah. and, and having good growing dirt, and it properly having all that type of stuff. So I, I, I've got I've got a lot to learn on it, and I'm going to give it a trial run this winter, uh, and I'm going to start small. But but uh, I'm definitely interested in in that that stuff, and uh, I'm going to give it a shot and see how it goes, and uh, uh, I can let you know what happens. Give me an idea of your startup costs. This is very curious. Oh, it's nominal. I think for for you, you know you I, I, listen. You can spend some money on the on these lights, but I'm going to start small. I'm not going to go into this until I I got a handle on what I'm doing because basically I know nothing, and uh, just reading and looking at YouTube and 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 taking it small at a time. So really, right now I I think I've got about a hundred bucks invested in the lighting, and uh, and and the, uh, the other thing that that I'm, I'm really most interested in is, is I saw online uh, one of the things about germinating and starting these things when you're doing indoor uh, growing like that is, you know, get a raspberry, for example, smush it up, get the seeds out of the raspberry because you get what they call generational type uh, 
growth. You know, you got the raspberry, you know, from uh, you take the seeds from that and, and you plant those and they continue to like have this uh, right. this growth from from that. And you get really good products if you do it right. And so, you know, cutting open a strawberry and taking the seeds and well, using minute, that no, and can't... germinate as opposed to buying them and, and having them shipped in where you sure. don't know where they come from. I think that those... I'm going to try that method to see what happens. Now, once but, a, once uh, a, you're not talking about a pro. I mean, something that you buy out of the store, right? Because those obviously, I mean, I don't know. Are the seeds still viable after they've been in a in a cooler or freezer? Well, supposedly, I haven't oh, done I it yet. I, I mean, so I mean, I, I, I have to pick it. Fresh I don't know, then... but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go buy them. I'm going to oh. like crush them open and follow some of the details that I've seen online and and uh, see if it works. And Very if interesting. Uh, if it works, great. If it doesn't. Uh, um, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> so this is going to be your, your kind of winter project. It actually sounds quite oh, sure. fun. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. it does, I'm, actually. I'm, yeah. interest, I'm, I'm excited about it, uh, and um, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I've always been interested in the, uh, uh, the gardening, the, the farming type stuff like that. And so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. But I'm, I'm gearing up to start it right now, and I've, I've ordered some stuff, and so uh, I think in the next two to three weeks I'll have everything in place, and I can start gardening. Well, indoors. you know what I've been thinking about buying because you know when you're trying to be socially distant and responsible, I mean, I just end up I'm way more at the house than I ever have been, um, and I don't I don't know I don't like a lot of TV. Uh, I think I've learned how to fall asleep to TV pretty good. So if I need to go to sleep, I'll just turn the TV on. Um, but yeah, so that extra hobby, whatever. Um, I want to buy a drum set. <laughs> how crazy is that? But um, you know, Debbie doesn't know, and she'll never know because she never listens to the show, <laughs> right? Well, she'll hear it eventually. She won't hear it. No, she's not. No. Remember, we have four people listening. Anyway, just kidding. <laughs> All right, so listen, we've got we've got like half of this segment left, and I know you wanted to talk about an interesting article that was in the Duluth newsroom that I did not see, and I can't I can't find it, and I can't go back in my subscription to see it. But tell us about this. Yeah, this was earlier this week, and uh, you know the, uh, the, the it talked about home sales that have gone through the roof, basically, and uh, I think the um, uh, they quoted some of the local realtors. Sarah was. Wistorf, uh, yep. who's been one of the local realtors for a She's long time. wonderful. Uh, she was quoted. That girl yeah. is and, so uh, dedicated to our association. She has been for years. But anyway, go ahead. Um, and and it, 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 one of the quotes in here was that the number of homes listed for sale in July was down almost 20% from the same month last year. Yeah. That's new listings coming into the marketplace. But the home sales that closed in July were up almost 21% compared with July of 2019. So, you know, you've got the number of listings coming into the marketplace down almost 20% and the number of sales up almost 21%. What is that telling you? Well, you know, it's funny. A, when, I didn't realize what this article was about. I had another one pulled up right here. It says, pending home sales rise in July, but inventory challenges could limit the housing sector. So they're talking about the exact same thing um, about what's going to happen next. You know, so yeah, yeah. Well, it's a nationwide uh, I trend. Think that's, and that, that, we've been talking about this all right. all year so far, Jim, and we've been talking about this for a couple of years. The supply demand um, of of real estate, and you know, we've we've been in this market, and especially in our spring markets, where we see these massive 
uh, amount of people going to houses, multiple offers on everything. And we've been dealing with this. I think this is probably the fourth year uh, in a row that we've been dealing with this. And I think it was a later spring market because of the COVID uh, in the Twin Ports here this this year. So we're, we're just, I think we're coming out of what would be the spring market and we're getting into like a typical June and July, you know, Independence Day type of market right around Labor Day. And so, uh, but, but having said that, I think that the markets uh, are still struggling with the inventory and the, the, the energy in the marketplace from the buyers, the buyers are there. And, uh, you know, they are willing to plop down so much money over the, these list prices, Jim, that it, it's, it's just one of these dynamics that, like, when is this going to shift? And I think you've just seen sellers say, like, hey, this is a great time to be selling a house, but we don't want people in our house. Yeah. You know, we're all freaked out about COVID, and we don't want people coming through our house. And, and, and I've been experiencing this in the multifamily market a lot recently with the tenants that are in there. They're just, you know, they don't want people in their house. And if you can't sell these multifamily units and you get showing after showing after showing on it, all of a sudden the tenants wear out and they, oh my just, gosh, they, they ever... had it. And, and especially college kids, you know, I think some of the college kids, you know, that are in these multifamily units say they're just like, they're having a difficult time with this and they, they don't want people in their, these units right now and they want virtual showings and they don't have so, to let them in. Well, no, that's I the mean, whole thing. They, they do with proper notice. I mean, it, it, but I think, you, the, the last thing you want to get involved in is, is like a confrontational situation with tenants when you're selling a multifamily unit. And I know when, when I deal with multifamily units, I'm in a close communication with tenants. I set all the showings yeah, on yeah. them. I don't let any of the showing time do it. And I have a personal relationship with these tenants. And and I feel that that's really important. And oh, I've you're right. To the po- but, but it's gotten to the point where some of the tenants have just, they've worn out. And they said, you know, what is going on? Why doesn't this place sell? Can you just leave us alone? Right. We just, you know, we want to go to school. We're studying in our bedrooms now. We can't go into the, the universities. And, you know, somebody comes in the house in the middle of the day, and these guys are in their classes, and somebody walks in their bedroom while they're in a, in a virtual class. It's starting to wear on them. And so, uh, you know, you got stuff like that that's going on. But, uh, uh, you know, back to this article, Jim, I, I just think it, it's it, – it, it's an indicator of what we've been dealing with, where the market is hot, the buyers are there, the listings coming into the marketplace are are down, and I don't know how long we're going to continue to see this type of a market, but it's the market that we're in right now, and um, uh, and and you know then they talk about people, uh, uh, you know what, you know putting an offer in on a house and multiple offers and you pay over. Uh, the list price by quite a bit, and then you know the next day comes and and you have buyer's remorse and you want to back out. They put it back on the market. So there's a lot of that stuff that's going on. And it just seems to kind of be the norm of the market that we're dealing with. And uh, uh, the other thing is the interest rates, the mortgage interest rates that are continuing to help fuel the marketplace as well. Uh, so it's it's a great time for sellers. It's a great time for buyers, and it's just a great time for housing in general. Uh, you know, across the board. I think it's a really great time for buyers because there's still inventory out there. There's not quite as many. Um, you know, the buyers aren't thick as thieves anymore. And so you might go into a house unopposed, you know. You might not have any competition. And, you know, go back two months or earlier, if it wasn't a popular price range, you know, fat chance. You're going to have multiple offers. So 
Very interesting stuff. Gary, before we head out of this one, why don't you give out your phone number? Folks, you can reach me at 218-390-0615. And my number is 218-348-7653. And Gary, now I want to thank you for listening to our show. We know um, we know that there's a lot of people that actually listen, and uh, we hope that we provide some insight and uh, education into the real estate market. So, All right, with that, Gary, we're going to take our last break here. You're tuned in to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll be right back to wrap it up. Hey, welcome back to the last segment of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning and Gary Callagher. Gary, give out your phone number again. I know we just gave it, but we forgot the other uh, segments. I, yep, I, I'm at 218-390-0615. And my number is 218-348-7653. So the producer at the station always tells us, put your number in there. You guys got to give out your number more. That's, <laughs> and we always forget. Um, Gary, let's talk about some listings. I'm going to go first. Um, I've got this lot on Lake Nebagaman. So it's actually two lots. Um, there's a, there's a road that divides them. It's called Bolognesi Road in Lake Nebagaman. And, um, you build on one side of the road and it's a very, it's a dead end road. There's the only destination. If you live there, that's the only reason you're going down this road. The other side, you've got frontage on Lake Nebagaman. Um, 75 grand. 178 feet of frontage. It's a great deal. Um, and anybody out there looking to uh, future build a house or if you just want a piece of land um, with lake frontage for 75 grand, oh my gosh, give me a call. 218-348-7653. Um, now the land that is towards the lake, um, it is in an area where you're not going to be able to build and it's not really steep either, Gary. It's very gradual. You're going to be able to build a path and put a dock in and things like that. Um, but the land across the road is where, you know, you could build or you could put, um, you know, uh, how about a, um, um, uh, not a mobile home, but like, like a camper or something like that. Anyway, really good, really good situation. So anybody interested in that, give me a call. All right, Gary, how about you? What's new with you? Jim, I have a new listing up in Hermantown at 5319 Roosevelt Drive. Sale price on this one is $6,689,900. And it's a four-bedroom, four-bath, three-car heated garage attached. And this sits on just over a half acre of land up in the Jackson Estates uh, subdivision up in Hermantown. This is a great house. This is uh, uh, main level. There's no there's no basement. It's two le- a two-level house, but uh, it's got uh, in-floor heat. And this house has probably one of the nicest kitchens I've ever seen. And, and it's because they've got the kitchen area, uh, and then they have like a family room adjacent to the kitchen, but it's connected to the kitchen. And then they have what I call an informal dining, where it's like an eating kitchen as well. And then right across from the, that kitchen area, they have a formal dining. But this kitchen area is so cool. I mean, it's got a, a gas fireplace in it. And the, the way that, that families uh, are, are living today with some of the things is they want that family room, but they don't want it separated from where everybody is. And so the kitchen is kind of like a focal area for families. You got 30 and, seconds, uh, Gary. Um, and so this, this again, 5319 Roosevelt Drive, 218-390-0615 if you're interested. All right, Gary, say your goodbyes. we got to get out of here. Have a great day, everybody. Happy Labor Day weekend. 
Yes, happy Labor Day weekend. Thanks for listening in to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll be back here next week. Have a good weekend, folks.